Okay, so yes, I am a millennial. Or I was born in 1983. And here's my story to how I got to entrepreneurship in my life. I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I spent 18 years of my life growing up until I went to Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. I was in Baltimore, Maryland for seven years until I started my engineering career. I got an opportunity to start that at Northrop Grumman. They told me I had good news and I had bad news when I got the job. I said, okay, what's the good news? I said, you got the job. Great. What's the bad news? Bad news is that it's in El Segundo, California. Now, I didn't know where El Segundo was. The only thing I knew about that song was from Tribe Called Quest. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I looked it up and I realized, oh, El Segundo is Los Angeles. That's not bad news. That's great news. Send me to the Sunshine State. I want to go where all the sun is. That's great. So, uh, myself... My girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, as well as my oldest daughter, we all moved out here and we started this new journey and this new part of our lives together in California. Now, keep in mind, this is 2008. So the financial crisis of the, uh, the U.S. financial crisis that put us in a recession had happened not too far beyond before that. But because Los Angeles in itself or the state of California I think it's like the seventh largest economy in the world by itself. Um, the impacts of the recession hadn't hit immediately like it had in certain cities and in certain parts of the U.S. So we were good. But let's be real. Myself, just like so many of you who are listening, saw the writing on the wall. OK, there's going to be an impact one way or the other. But see, the other part of this is that I hated my job. I spent all this time in my life getting prepared for this moment to start this career, to get into the career and realize that I hated everything about it. I hated the social environment. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily uh, a space where um, it was uh uh, I guess work, where workplace balance, I'm sorry, where uh, workplace culture was an important thing. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a place where there was work life balance. Um, not only that, man, you know, being one of the youngest guys there, working out a place that does government contracting, you know, there's a certain culture that comes along with how you're supposed to do your work. And where I was trained and, and how to move things along quicker. You know, I was working with a group of guys who uh, didn't really want work to be done that way. You know, so it was it was a miserable experience. I really just did not like it. I realized that that level of corporate life was not for me. Okay, so what do I do? I spent three years figuring it out, trying to just get along to get along, right? You know, because this is my career. This is the life that I chose. Just like so many people who do the same thing. Waking up every single day dreading having to go into the office. But I did it, right? Until I realized that I couldn't do it anymore. Like something had to give. And if it wasn't for my wife who stopped me along the way and said, Derek, what is your essence? Like what is it that you feel like you want to bring to this world? As I've said so many times, we have this one life to live. Why waste it doing things that do not move you to be the best you you can be? So I decided at that moment in time, there had to be a change. And the universe started to move around me. 
the recession had finally taken its impact. And so now they were deciding to let go 500 people, 500 employees from Northrop Grumman. This is already after Lockheed Martin had already left the state of California. They were about to let go of my mentor, one of the, I think we were like, there's only five black people that, that worked in my division and him and I were, were two of them. And, there, and he had been working at Northrop Grumman for almost 30 years and they were about to let him go. So him and I talked to my supervisor. I decided and asked if they could let me go instead because I'm younger and I can maybe pick up another job, but he may have a harder time doing it. They said, cool. And so I got uh, laid off and started collecting unemployment, but it opened up the door for me to actually start doing something totally different. So what do I do next? That's the question I was asking myself. The question I'm sure so many have asked themselves and I had no idea. <laughs> Lucky for me though, my wife asked me an important question that when I found the answer to it, it helped me determine what some of the next steps actually could be. What is my essence? Like if, if it was up to me, and I can do whatever it was that fulfilled who I was completely, what would that be? And the answer to that question was that I wanted to be able to help other people be their best selves. And whatever capacity that meant, that's what I wanted to do. I, don't, I didn't even know if there was a career for that. I didn't know if there was a job for that. But I realized that what I was doing that got me to this point, you know, everything that I had prepared for by going to school, going to college, to get ready for this career, everything that I had done in that beginning of my career, I knew that I never wanted to do again. That I knew for sure. There was no doubt about it. It pained me so much that I never wanted to feel that pain again. I never wanted to feel that agony. I never wanted to waste that time and waste that type of energy ever again in my life. So... I went in a complete opposite direction. Now see, what most people have, what most people do, and I'm saying most people because I'm going off of the type of conversations that I've had with so many of my peers, is that they seek the fulfillment that I was searching for in another job. But see, having that job is what pained them in the first place. So they keep putting themselves in this vicious cycle of of the same vibe which is the reason why they spend that three four years in that new job and realize it's not for them and they end up going to another job seeking that fulfillment i just went away from that whole energy altogether to create my own thing now i was already pushing my wife at the time to to walk in along that line as well before i got laid off from northrop right and so in her doing that she started this journey towards uh, uh, developing what what we call 100 Seeds of Change, which was a gardening program to create more access to healthy food for people um, uh, in, in communities of color like the ones we lived in. And she was doing this mainly because she just wanted to have access to healthy food in a way that wasn't breaking the bank like it was costing us to go to Whole Foods or go to the grocery store. Uh, and at the time we didn't have a car. So, I mean, it, it, there was a lot of, there was a lot that was going into why she was doing what she was doing. Um, but 
out of her belief in herself and moving in that direction, man, like the world opened up. Again, the energy the energy in the universe started to shift around her. So here we are. She now has this program working with a nonprofit. And so while I was still trying to figure myself out, I knew that I wanted to help people become their best selves, right? So I might as well just put it into practice. Let me help my wife get to what she really wants to do. Let me use these things that I'm learning. Let me start reading some books and start uh, developing my mind around this idea. So that's what, exactly what I did. So when I got involved with the organization, I was just volunteering my time, collecting unemployment to help build out the program that Nicole saw that she wanted to have, uh, not only for herself, but for the community. Um, and that involvement of just maybe doing a couple newsletters here and there turned into me actually helping to develop programming around her ideas so that all she could do, what all she needed to do was do the two things that she really wanted to do in the first place, which was grow food and teach people how to do it. So for the last, what, seven years of our lives, that has been the work. The job that I have now, I created that space for myself. But see, even in that, I saw the writing on the wall. I don't have control over my role because I am working for somebody else. And it's a nonprofit. So my job is only as good as the funder who wants to fund it. So what did I end up having to do? I saw the writing on the wall and I had to develop more skills to help me move in the right direction. So if I know that my job is only going to last as long as the funding does and the programming that we're trying to create is only going to grow as large as we have funding to grow it, it sounds to me that I got to learn how to bring funding into the organization. Now, mind you, being a director, a program director, was not anything that I had learned while I was in school. Learning how to raise grant funds was not something that I had learned while I was in school. Learning how to be a boss and actually manage people and manage volunteers was not something I learned while I was in school. These are all skills that I developed on my own. See, in this process, once I decided to walk away from my job, I immediately started putting myself in the posture of learning the skill sets of being an entrepreneur. You feel what I'm saying? You see how this is all coming together? So yeah, okay, Derek, you're gonna have to learn how to grant right. Sounds good to me, let's make it happen. So that's exactly what I did. Luckily for me, I had a mentor at the time, Shermel, shout out to you. Thank you so much for everything that you poured into me during that time in my life. I learned how to raise funds. And to date, I have helped the organization raise uh, over a million dollars in the last th four years. Almost $2 million in the last four years. It'll be, it'll be over $2 million uh, after 2019 because of the last grant that we got and the funds that'll come in from that. So I have become a totally different person. 
as a, as a leader, you know, in this in in the spaces that I'm in. So, the point that I'm making is this, man. If you see the writing on the wall, if you know that you are not in the right place for who you are as an individual, then why waste the time staying there? If you want something different in your life, you got to do something different. But understand this, there is nothing in this world worth having that you don't have to work for. Nothing is free. You got to put the time in, you got to put the effort in, and you got to make this thing happen if you really want it. So here I am at the next part of my life, and now not only have I developed myself into a program director, but now I have the mindset that if I can create this world out of nothing, then I can create anything I need out of nothing. So the real entrepreneurship has come out of that energy and that mindset, which is why I got involved in 2014 in network marketing. Now, there's a lot of people who will say that network marketing is not an entrepreneurship. Well, I can give you that. I'll give you the, the reason why I, I would probably agree with that is mainly because um, the way that most people go into it, they don't work to try to develop skills. They get in thinking that it's a get-rich-quick scheme to really get some quick money. It don't work that way, man. It really doesn't. Like, you got to put the time and the energy in to learn how to sell shit. Because that's what, I, that's what uh, network marketers do. And, and, and if, you're, if you're into sales and, and you're not good at selling shit, then you're never going to make money. That's just being quite honest. But see, here's the thing. For me, it was never really about selling stuff. It comes back to what I was saying before. I just wanted to be in the position to help people become the best them that they can be. And until you can free them up from the daily bondages that bills and that, you know, all those things that keep you out of job in the first place come with. Until I can free you up from that, I can never help you be the best you you can be. And that's why I love network marketing. Because if you're serious about it, I can help you get there. I can help you reach freedom. So that's how I got to entrepreneurship, man. That's my story. So why did I tell my story? I'm telling you this story because I want to use it as an example to make it very simple, plain, and clear that... You can take command of your life. You can be in control. You can be the author of your story. See, what usually happens though, is that for whatever reason, albeit fear or, or the uh, misconception that just because you didn't learn it means you can't do it or ignorance or whatever. It keeps people from taking control of their life and they let life dictate who they are and what they become. See, there's a capacity within all of us to take hold of our lives and develop our own narrative. But you got to be bold enough 
You got to be unafraid enough to take that responsibility on, man. And it's heavy. It's heavy sometimes. You know, and, and there's those who shoulder it on their, on their own and try to get through. I mean, I'm, I'm a lucky one because I have someone that I can share my, 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 the barriers that I run into or uh, the inhibitions that, that come up within me to, to really get across those barriers and, 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 you know, power through. But I get it. I understand it's difficult. And that's why I want to be that advocate. That's why I do what I do. I was talking about travel the other day. I mean, earlier today. And the reason why travel becomes so important is because it shows you that the world is bigger than what you see. It's bigger than what you've learned the world to be. Like to see it for yourself helps to enforce, reinforce the idea that the creations that you manifest can be anything. They don't have to be limited to what you learned in school and what you think you're capable of because of that. It's bigger than that. So if, if I can use the mechanisms that I've come across in my own life to be that advocate for people, to, to push them into belief of themselves and to, and to be a long-standing driving force to make shit happen like I, I'm I am actually being in my true self in that in that space and in that instance all right yeah man you know yes I got into network marketing to uh, gain a level of uh, financial uh, freedom for me and but when I say freedom I don't mean oh to a point where I could just sit back kick back and not do shit like no freedom as in being in total control of all the decisions that I make like not letting the the world dictate how I how I can move and how I can't move to certain things and do certain things right like I want the freedom of choice and so in order to do that I got to have a level of finances that give me the chance to be the master of my time right so I understand that about myself so yes I got in to, to take care of that but I think I got in more so to help other people obtain that same thing. Remember, the essence of who I am is about helping people become the best version of themselves as possible. I got a, I got a, a mission to accomplish that. Most importantly for the people I care about the most, but also for the people that I encounter on my own journey. So yes, my story is evidence of that. And if there was anything in it that moved you, I wanted to really move you. Like, go. Do it. Stop hesitating. Stop stopping. Just go forth and get it done. Learn what you feel like you need to learn, but apply what you need to apply. Because knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. Never forget that. Thank you so much for listening, man. Because this is crucial. This is critical. And hopefully it's moving you enough so that you can live legendary. Yeah, tell me about it. Like I said, I'll, I'll do it the hard way. I'll work my way up. I'm getting to. Starting out with a catering company.
singular wireless when it was gone. We were college students when that was going on. So oh, I, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Killer money as a college student. We felt like we were millionaires. Yep. <laughs> a little bonus check and be like, yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, then you start spending it. <laughs> you need, no matter how much you make, you find a way to spend it all. Absolutely.
gotta work it. You gotta have your own system. You gotta have that method to it. You gotta do some research. We're gonna work. Down here dropping you guys off. I know where, you know, what events are getting ready to go on and things like that. What I need to do. Every chance with all these hotels, I'm actually going to back up to the airport. More likely than anything. Get a lot of business guys.